Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, we speak with Deanna. Deanna discusses her belief that the gender assigned to us at birth does not dictate who we are. To hear our initial conversation, please check out the Being Reasonable YouTube channel. So the sex at birth does not determine your gender. Is that identity? What you're gender identity. Well, it depends on how you use the word. And well, people throw around those words. So sex, a lot. we're going to define just as male or female. Yes. Sex does not determine your gender or gender identity. My gender identity. Does it determine your gender? It depends on how you're defining gender, which can be defined in multiple ways. Let's there are a lot it. of people. Let's, oh, no, you define it. Okay, there are yeah. a lot of people who say, well, gender is the same thing as sex. Is it? I do not think so, because I associate gender with gender identity. Okay, and you'll have but to But there are me. people who could look up numerous definitions of the word gender and say, no, gender and sex are the same. My gender to me is female. As well as my gender, to me, I'm referring to gender as my gender identity. I think it's preposterous that the doctor could say, this one's a boy, this one's a girl, and then every decision after that has to be made in that vein when that serves no purpose. So are we saying sex is synonymous with gender? I'm saying to no. me it's not It's not synonymous. synonymous. You have to help me. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And what, what is the difference between gender and so gender and sex are we talking about like a genotype and a phenotype kind of thing or what right. is that what we're talking about yes okay yes okay yes and i to me sex is can be defined as what's between your legs whereas gender is defined what's t- between your brain what's between your two ears sorry but then what's the <laughs> difference between gender and gender identity then well i associate the two together Okay, so we're talking about gender. Right. And most we're transgender about people gender do. Identity. Gender identity. Is that how I identify, my gender that I identify with? Saying that gender and gender identity is the same, is this how you see it, or is this how typically this is discussed? It's discussed this way a lot. Okay. And very, so many of these legislature hearings, so many of the people that are fighting against transness will say, no, that's your gender is your sex. And that's how you are assigned at life. And you're confusing people when you tell them their gender identity is something they can choose when it's not. I see. So what you're saying is there may be people out there who confabulate sex with gender. Correct. When they should be confabulating gender with gender identity. With gender identity. Exactly. And that's... And when people do make that this differentiation between gender and gender identity, 
and I know you don't, but what, what is the differentiation they're making? So I can understand why, why are they saying that there's a difference between gender and gender identity? And I know you don't believe this. No, I don't. I think that typically the two have just always been used synonymously. For instance, so so that's just how. So that, that hasn't been we, changed. We talk you? about gender neutral bathrooms. So we talk yeah. about you got to go to the bathroom that your gender was assigned. Okay, I got you. Right. Okay. Right. And your belief is, is yes. that we're born with a sex. Right. And that doesn't relate to your gender slash gender identity. That is correct. Nicely put, I would say. Why do we use gender at all? I think that's a good question. I think in many languages, they may not have gender. It's just how our language has grown, that sex and gender were synonymous for many years. I can't tell you the origin of the word, why why gender came about. Uh, I, I would have... I don't know why there are two words that people used for sex and gender synonymously. I can't tell you why, what the derivation of the word sex came from. I think that it's a recent phenomena for people to now claim their gender as their gender identity. And there are many people who disagree with me who use gender synonymously still with sex. Yeah. I don't know, but the word's out there. Yeah. Just as transgender is, is out there as a word. And I may say, I don't want to be referred to as transgender. I want to be referred to as woman. And when we're talking about gender, ident- gender and gender identity, as it's different from sex, are we saying that you don't choose your sex, but you do choose your gender identity? Correct. I don't think, because you don't, you don't necessarily have a say in the matter. Let's go to some exceptions here. Intersex children. Mm-hmm. Children that the doctor holds up and says, this child's female. Chromosomal issues, like XXY. But then later on it's determined mm-hmm. that they have testes okay. that are not descended. Sure, sure. So the doctor, was the doctor incorrect? Is the doctor not 100% correct then when they hold up a child and they say, this one's male, this one's female? And so what are we basing it on at that level, then, someone's sex? Are we basing it on the chromosomes? Or are we basing it on their physical appearance? It's what the doctor says and what the doctor puts down. What should, what should we? What is the correct way, you think, to identify someone at that point? You know what I mean? Chromosomally, just what the doctor says, what you see visually? I'm saying that what the doctor decides is not something that should determine how you identify with in life. Because yeah, yeah. the child say that was female, that did not have the descendant testes. Right. No, I'm just trying to get my definitions feel that she is male. Right. No, I'm just trying to get my definitions of what we're talking about. I'm saying Uh, that the assignations that are assigned can be incorrect. Okay. And it should not determine the course of your life being in one box or another box. I think you're telling me that one's sex at birth isn't as solid as we think either. Correct. Is that what you're... T- Correct. Okay. Because in my mind, I believe the doctor should have said, oh, okay, well, this child appears male, but 
I don't know how they're going to identify with themselves. I think that... So there's no, and this is really comes out of a place of ignorance, ignorance, but there's no hard definition of what it is to be a certain sex, I think you're telling me. It's not, I think you there are always going to be exceptions. There's hermaphrodites, We don't go, we don't go by how someone looks. We don't go by chromosomal issues. We don't go by, obviously, some blood. Well, maybe not, obviously, I guess, depending on what you're well, voting for. You, you know, there the line always moves. And, and like people will say, people said back, say, 40 years ago, well, you're not a woman because you can't have a baby. Well, but then we say... There are lots of women who can't have children. Or they say, well, you don't, even further back, they may say, well, you don't have breasts. You can't be a woman. Or you don't have this. Or you don't yeah. have this body part. And, of course, now, and I use this as an example, and I can't remember the child's name, but it was the the boy who wanted to use the bathroom according to how he identified, which was male. And... So they would come back and they'd say, well, you're not female, or you're female because you have breasts, or you're female because this is what's on your birth certificate. And he did everything to change that. And they still came back, and the final thing they came back was chromosomes. So, would we say that chromosomes would have the final say, or that's what they were saying, but what would you say? I would say the chromosomes do not have a final say in how you identify. Now, how you identify? Right. No, 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 no. Just sex at birth. Like, what, what your sex is. No, because one day, yeah. there might be a way to change your chromosomes. Chromosomes have lots of variations. Or, let's say there's, you can't change your chromosomes, but let's say there, we discover there are so many variations in XY and XX that we didn't know were there before. For instance... And they do determine that there are many variants of XY. And I find that interesting. Because you're, you're looking at a very complex string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I find that interesting. And I know, yeah. I know we've talked about, we kind of talked about this a little bit last time in this example. And I know this is probably, we're talking about sex, it's probably more of a complicated array of chromosomes right. and factors yes. that, that come in. But last time we talked about blood type and... I think that might be more straightforward. Someone's either born with a right. O blood type or, or uh, an AB blood type, and that's and, the type. and and that's the type. Yes. And we're saying someone's sex at birth is different. I am. I yeah. am saying that. I'm saying it's different in how they might wish to identify. Oh, and it's different <clears throat> in the sense that their sex at birth might not be. That's, there are exceptions. That's more fluid too. Correct. There yeah. are exceptions, yes. So, when someone is born, we identify their sex, but that may or may not be, it depends what we're using and definitional changes and right. we could be wrong or, and we can't use one thing. So, we could identify someone's sex, but that might not mean too much. Right. And then that person could change whatever that fluid thing is to a different fluid thing which may be different than the first. Yes. And so, I think I see where you're coming from. So, yeah. So, I'm wondering why we have gender then at all. What are we defining? Well, defining? me too. Especially when it's used to take away people's rights. Especially when we, take, when we, say, we, we say, no, we've already assigned you a gender. You're not allowed to participate in sports. What would be the, when it's used as a weapon? What would be the advantage 
of talking about people in terms of gender? What what is? Can you think of a positive reason to do that? It's hard for me to think of that now. But as as much of a a hammer as that word has been used uh, to talk about gender, I think in the the best and the most positive way we can talk about gender is to say that a child can feel a different gender identity. In other words, I would like to use gender only as a mechanism to say, how do you identify yourself? Yeah. And I'm trying to think of when we use, during the times in our lives and when yeah. we need to write down gender or right or need to refer to someone's gender. And I'm thinking, well, I guess when we go to the hospital that they kind of want to know that. And I've seen for governmental issues or recording issues, they want to seem to want to know it then. But why? Yeah, no, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. well, that's my question. Yeah. Why? And I'm why? Well, what is it? Is the treatment going to be different? Is, you know, are you going to be treated differently if you have female as opposed to male? And I'm trying to think of a, first of a positive reason of, yeah. of why. I mean, I could maybe think of some reasons why possibly you would need to have that described, maybe. But I, I want, I think it, that, that should come to you, for, from you, if, if you think that that, if, if you think there is positive, a positive reason to do that. Good no, I, I don't no. think what's between your legs. So we shouldn't just we should just matter. Get rid, get rid of, you oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. And I want to make it clear: I'm not saying whether that matters in the sense that making a judgment of that person of their worth. Right. So make sure. What I'm saying, or is, even how they should be treated if they've been treated differently. Does that make sense? I think so. I'm, I think and, too and long. Think to... about the thousands of years we have treated women so abhorrently because they were women, because they were assigned to do certain tasks. Our future society should move away from that. Okay. So I'm going to try, try to strengthen your position then. Let's say that we shouldn't have gender. We shouldn't refer to gender there's no reason for it, and that um, we should just go with completely neutral pronouns, they, or whatever pronouns we decide as a culture, and, and it not matter, and I assume, go ahead, am I not drinking <laughs> in your position? <laughs> that's not my position. Okay, no, then I'm and not I'll, doing a good job. No, 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 that's okay, <laughs> because to me... I still believe in the binary. Now, that's for me. I still believe, in other words, I believe that I identify my gender identity as that of a, of a woman. Okay. So, I prefer to be called ma'am. I do not like they and them for me. But that does not mean well, they're not... If we got not... rid of genders, wouldn't we get rid of everything but they and them? It's possible, but I, I, in, in where we are right now, we have not gotten rid of gender. So my preferred pronouns, and that's why people are asking them today, would be she, her. Yeah. But it's okay for people who are non-binary and say, I prefer to be they, them. That's part of getting rid of 
trying to understand. Assigning If there's truly no reason for it, then why have any of it? Because right now, there still is a reason. There there are differences, and I think... Like, maybe help me. Like, what differences are we talking about? Differences in... To me, the pronouns are the engine that drives the great gender machine. It's, it's describing something. It is. Presumably. It's describing how people see me. And because we have gender and because we have male or female, I prefer that women see me as female and identify me as such. The same reason that I would like for them to identify me as Deanna. I see what you're getting in a, in a utopian world. Maybe we could do away with male and female. But in this world, the way we're existing today, I prefer to be referred to as female or, ma- or, or woman. If we got Some people rid would say of all that, yes. rid of gender, and then by definition, I mean, yes, we're getting rid of gender, we're getting rid of gender identity because, well, you have one identity, human. Human. And I'm wondering, let's say in that utopian world we got rid of all that, and we just had that one gender. I wonder if people in their minds would make these classifications without those definitional differences. That's a difficult question, but maybe I'm, I'm trying to... I think they would, because humans are always designed to categorize. So what are they categorizing? So they categorize hair color. And yeah. we talked briefly about this, a redhead. Right. It's about the same, it was that's about what 2%. I'm wondering. That's what if someone is, going let's to... say someone's blonde ha- hair and someone yeah. ha- has red hair, and yeah. we say, you know what, we're going to collapse those two things, and people who have blonde hair and red hair, we're going to say that we're going to have a, make a new color, and that's what their hair is. Yeah. Your and hair everyone's is... the same. Yeah. And, and we can do that, but I'm wondering, are we getting rid of a distinction that there's a distinction there. You know, we can think about getting rid of it and talk about it, but people will still see it differently. People will still see it differently. So what are they... S- and, and because of that, I prefer to be seen as woman. As long as I'm in this society, yeah. I choose not to be a they. I choose to be a she or a her. But what I don't like is where you try and take someone's gender identity and then try and take... Or force and force them into a certain box. Yeah. In other yeah. words, you can call me that. That's how I prefer to be called. But you shouldn't say, well, you know, you can't go in a woman's bathroom because of what's between your legs. Yeah. Or you can't, because you have a XY chromosome, you, you, you're not allowed to go in a woman's bathroom. Right now, we still have boys and girls' bathrooms, <laughs> right? Yes. But there are some gender neutral bathrooms, and that's grown. So I think you can take a look at that and say, well, we've grown. I mean, how many years ago was it we passed the bathroom bill? And of course, that's been done away with. But the bathroom bill was very harmful to us because you were trying to tell us you must go in this room because of what the doctor assigned you at birth, not because of your gender identity. Yes, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. So the gender assigned to us at birth does not determine who we are. Correct. Or our gender identity. Correct. And that is determined internally. 
Yes. Yeah, I think I see where you're coming from. Okay. <laughs> that's when's <Wednesday>. great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what you say. <laughs> this is why, though, and I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt your thought. I think it's awesome to have a part two of these. Because <laughs> yeah. it really allows you to move away from the first conversation and really think about what you said and maybe what some other people have said when you tell them about it. And... Yeah, I feel I came here today with a lot more clear thought. Me too. Yeah, than I did the first time. And you're and you're basically saying this is a sub, not subjective, but this is this is an experience that you have, and no one yes. can say that you don't have you have a different experience. Right, exactly. And this is your experience. This is my experience. And that your your experience, regardless of whether, you know, how we define someone's sex at birth, and if that's possible or not, that whatever that sex was assigned to you at birth, that is never how you felt. That is not ever how I felt. And you feel this way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And my story is not your story. And I do not want to say that it should be because I think people are very fortunate when their identity matches how they were signed at birth. And trying to take it to his logical conclusion, which I think I was getting at, is that if we had no gender identity in that sense, and we didn't sex type people, yeah. then you then you would never be that angst of being assigned one thing and feeling another way. I Correct. Would, are we saying that wouldn't That causes happen? a lot of angst. I would hope so. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah. I really don't. I don't know if it's possible for us to ever get to that point. I think, look at the past 20 years or 10 years. I like the way Laverne Cox says it. She said, these are the best of times, these are the worst of times. Because there's so much more awareness now of transgender people, and there's so much more usage for they, them. But we're not there yet. I mean, we're still in a, in a huge fight to be able to, you know, play in sports teams that I, that we identify with or, or get medical assistance. Yeah, and I'm so, really so trying to think of the downside you know, of, of a downside of doing that, and I haven't thought it through clearly. Yeah. Um, of doing something like that, and there might not be, but I'm trying to think of where that could get us into a bit of trouble. I guess, abstractly, I'm thinking it would get us into trouble when someone's sex or their internal organs or the way their organs run as opposed to someone else's organs who might, or typically, or typically is a, a different sex, how knowing that or the other could be really important. Maybe like an emergency hospital situation. I don't know. It's possible. Okay. It's possible. I agree with you. It's possible. But let the doctor examine the person. And, then that, and maybe when you're like 
attend, like you're being rushed in and yeah. they need to know, are you this or that? Right. And then how would we describe it then to them? Well, I would think that we would, the doctor. The doctor really needs to know, like, do you have a, a uterus or not? Because we're ruling out a, like, a uterine cancer. Right. right? And how, how would, if there are no genders at that point, what would we say? Like, oh, yes, I have a uterus and not say a gender or, I mean, I mean, not, not sorry, gender, not say a uh, sexual type or, um, I'm just trying to think of that through. Yeah, I think that the, the body's made up of millions of differences. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think the doctor has ways to, say, perform a blood test or look at the body, examine it. Yeah. And determine, oh, well, she doesn't have a uterus. There are women who may not have that. Yeah. Why do you think people make that distinction, I wonder? Because it's how you're taught. You're taught your whole life. You can't be separated from it. It's, that goes back to my example at the beginning. Think of how you were raised. Think of, I think we make that distinction because we have always done it that way. And we've always used it as a bludgeon to either give someone rights or take someone's rights away. Let me give you a, let's give you a, sort of a Lord of the Flies thought experiment. Okay. Let's say there were, you know, 20 children, neonates, that are put on this island, and then they were raised by wolves. <laughs> it's an interesting thought Don't experiment. take away their identity as a wolf. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good thought experiment. Uh, they were, so they were raised by wolves. These 20 neonates are put on an island. <laughs> And they get older and they, and they develop and they go through puberty and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that growing up without gender, they would just never come to that or, or, or not never growing with the, uh, or never growing with a, uh, being, uh, sexually typed at birth? What do you think in that case would happen? They would just, they would go through their lives and not. A, not see sexual types as different, or maybe they would see different sexual types and not see, they'll see genders different than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, is if this, you had 20 this, people, yeah, 20 people, I am 94% sure, I'm sorry, um, 99.4% percent sure that they would grow in to the identity that they were born with. And I say that because... So they, do you think that they would come up with distinctions and different words to describe their quote-unquote self-described genders? You, okay, tell me again. Are they... So this thought experiment in my mind is designed to get rid of the cultural factors. You know, culture, society, parents saying you need to, you are born with a certain sexual type and then there's also this gender that you either identify with or don't identify with. It take, I'm thinking with this thought experiment that this would get rid of all that because you have 20 
babies that are being raised by wolves and they have no one teaching them that stuff. Would they, when they get older, do you think that they would classify themselves and have different words for A, their sexual type at birth, if that is a thing, and B, would they self-classify, do you think, or have words for maybe two different genders or maybe eight different genders? I don't know. How do you think that would work out? Are you saying they're all... I, that's This is where I misunderstood you. Because I was thinking Lord of the Flies, which were all boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. when you said Lord of the Flies, yeah. I thought, oh, they were all I'm boys. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Neonates, <laughs> a whole range of sexes. So it's a whole range. Yes, I think they would. I think they'd say, you have this appendage or you don't have this appendage. Yes, I think we're designed to do that. Just as they would say, so they would come you up with, have blonde. They would come up with genders, just probably. That's humans are. And then they would... Yeah. That's what you're saying, and then yeah. they and those genders would likely be based on appearance. Correct. Okay. Correct. And I think so. When we are talking about a utopian world, and you're telling me that it's hard to get there because we have society kind of beating us down on what we yes. need to do. Yes. I think what you're telling me from that thought experiment is that there is no utopian world here. That this That's is right. how no, no, this is not. so. There is going to be classifications yes. with genders. You can't escape it. And if we decided that a utopian world would to be to get rid of genders, what would we be gaining? Do you think? Is it just not just, but is it the fact that the people who are born and assigned a certain sex and then identify later as a different gender, that people like that wouldn't go through anything because everyone's the same gender. It just wouldn't really be thought of differently. I don't know if that makes sense. It probably doesn't. <laughs> I don't, I mean, that's just. Scratch that if you want. No, it's hard to imagine that we would ever not look for those differences. I guess that's. It's a good thought experiment, but it's just hard for me to imagine. It's like saying, imagine that we would not classify people as short or tall, or yeah. their height. Right. Right. When you go to a doctor's office, right. your height is on there. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's we look for classific ways to classify people. Yeah, I think so. And we so. call people short. We call people tall. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it, it's it's just I don't know that I have enough faith in the human race to ever not look at someone. I, I think of that infamous Star Trek episode where one side of the face was black and the other side was white and it was reversed and the two were at war with each other. Yeah, and, I don't remember that one. Yeah, that was, it was one of the original ones. But yeah. And the, the people on the Enterprise were like, wait, this makes no sense. <laughs> and it <laughs> seems like humans were doing this for a reason. Maybe could we say that there's an advantage to do that at some point at some level, whether to describe someone as tall or short or mean or not mean, that could be a good distinction to make. Or, um, well, maybe you had a primordial reason. A what? A primordial reason for the hunter to be the men to go out and hunt. 
Okay. To have the strength. So maybe, are you getting like an evolutionary reason? An evolutionary reason. It's very possible. But just as we have, we have a lot of holdovers from our primordial selves that are of no use to us today. So we're just saying then is classifying people as different genders. There's no use for that now. There might have been before, and right. we're and we're primed to make these distinctions. We're primed to make those. But yes, it doesn't when serve we look any at purpose. It, it serves no purpose. It serves no purpose. Women can do. A, a job just as well as a man can, if not better, in yeah. some ways. And, and I'm trying to think of something <clears throat> so it's contrary a to, contrarian to say to that. Yes. Just for the fact of doing that. Yes. And I'm trying to... I, I am not going to sit here and tell you yeah. that it may not have served some value in our prehistoric history. You know, no, right now, I'm just trying to think of something... Yes. I'm trying to think of a scenario, and I can't. And uh, But I'm trying to. The best thing I can come up with is the being rushed to the hospital yeah. for reason. I, and that just came up with that. Um, yeah. But so you're saying that the now that there's no, there's just no reason for it. And, and it's, it's just hard for me to step in that world because I've been in this world for so long. Exactly. And so was I. I mean, I... So presumably we'd have names and none yes. of these names would have... All these names would be neutral. Neutral, yeah. So I've got to think that. And then... A lot of parents are choosing more neutral names now. What's that? A lot of parents are oh, choosing, choosing neutral. more yeah. neutral names now. Right. And then... I'm trying to think what else would be different. I guess, right, we wouldn't... We'd have one bathroom for everybody. Right? Or no? We could. It could yeah, be that way. Gender neutral bathrooms. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it's, then... It's possible, but we don't have that today. No, 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 right. right. I'm just trying to think of, like, if we just got rid of gender as a thing. Well, just, I, I think about, you're right, it's hard to come up with any other example in the emergency room. I think about, like, sports. I mean, in Chapel Hill, there's a female player yeah, and, and who's not a kicker. We wouldn't, we <laughs> wouldn't describe we wouldn't, as someone as, as a male or female on this team. It's like, well, you team, can't play because you're would, female. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't. But would we still, do you think we would still describe a person like in a different ways, like um, this person we wouldn't describe his gender, but we might describe other features or we would get rid of all these kinds of descriptions. Would we, st- would we, would we get rid of racial descriptions too? Again, I cannot see that as possible. Let me go back to your, uh, but in a per- I mean, I guess, I guess I'm trying to, I'm really trying to take this as logical. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to sex, there's a lot more tied up into it with our human race. For instance, a majority of people are attracted to members of the opposite sex, right? Mm -hmm. That's just how they feel, and that's okay. And listen, I am not saying that that has anything to do with gender. I'm saying that I think that Right now, most people, I mean, of course, there are gay people, but right now, most people would probably make that distinction because of who they might be attracted to. Like, they may say to someone, well, I think this type of girl is very pretty and I would like to be with her. But then that does not apply holistically because you also have another group of people I hear saying, well, I think the person of the same gender is me. Okay. 
So I do think that would also be added into the mix, and I don't want to preclude that. But that has nothing to do with my gender identity, I got who you. you're attracted to. So I'm allowing you Your gender to, to, go ahead. I'm allowing you to think that, well, because we have approximately 85% of the population be attracted to members of the opposite gender, uh-huh. there's always going to be that distinction made. And, and that's also the way that we propagate the population. And I'm thinking this analogy doesn't hold. Yes. So, but tell me how it doesn't hold, because I'm trying to understand this. What if someone is born white, white on appearance, and they're being assigned whiteness because of appearance, and later on they identify as being black, that is their identity, that's how they see themselves, and that's how they want to be referred to as... Is this analogy not hold up? Or does we don't it hold get a up? lot of trouble for this. No, I, no, no. I, this is why I, I started off saying this analogy probably doesn't hold up. Because yeah. they're probably not thinking through. But, but it helps me understand where you're coming from. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We will continue our conversation with Deanna as she discusses her belief that the gender assigned to us at birth does not dictate who we are. Coming up, after this short break. I am kind of mild mannered, despite what you've heard. I wear no S on my shirt. Good hero, 
if I wasn't such a zero and cause you to cry. I am just like Superman, and my power is to make Are you enjoying the program and wish to help? Please leave us an Apple Podcast review. Thanks. Is this analogy not hold up or does <laughs> it hold up? We'll get a lot of trouble for this. No, I, no, no. I, this is why I, I started off saying this analogy probably doesn't hold up. Because yeah. you're probably not thinking through. But, but it helps me understand where you're coming from. Like, where, where is it different? And where is it dissimilar? I think it's the biological difference in people that could be compared to being the same. So you think it is similar? I think it is similar. So then we could have somebody... What is the use in the distinction between black and white? Okay. And there might not be a useful distinction. There's not. There shouldn't be. There is. But there shouldn't be any use in that distinction in the color of your skin even more so than the size of your nose. And there's a, there's, and we should make a distinction between, there's some should statements in there and there's a should statements in there in the sense that, you know, we should not distinguish someone as being this gender or this gender. We should not distinguish should someone being this race or this race. Right. And I'm, I guess we classify, as humans, we, we, we classify, and we, we talked about that. It seems yes, like we classify. We classify. Try and take this to its logical conclusion, and you want to, you know, Jimmy is over there, and Jimmy happens to be white, and we want to say that person, and we want to describe that person we're trying to, to talk uh, to everyone about over there, who's standing over there with other people. And we want to distinguish that person from other people. And then, so we wouldn't be able to do that on race if we didn't have those words. Right. And we wouldn't be able to do it on gender if we didn't have those words. And then, 
I guess we could go pretty even further. We didn't have words for tallness and we didn't have words for hair color and we didn't have. Right. And so at some point we lose what language would be. And I know this, I'm probably going way out there on that, but what do you think about that? I think humans will always try and classify yeah, people. Right. We're always going to do that. Right. I don't know if that's throughout the universe. I know it's true here on planet Earth. Yeah. My problem is, is when you try and take away someone's rights yeah. for identifying in a certain way. So then could we say that classification seems to be a human thing to do, right. that we classify people in this way or that way by race or by gender or by hair color or by height. Yeah. Or even by heritage. Or by heritage. Well, you, that yeah. we can use classifications, and that's a fine thing to do. And then when classifications are used to take away rights from someone or, or elevate it to another group, then at that point, we get rid of those classifications. But what you're suggesting, I, I cannot see it possible for people to get rid of classifications. And, and maybe that's because we've always done that. Ideally, yes, we could move away from classifications, but we're always going to look at people and say, hmm, how are you different from me? Or like to say, well, you know what? Uh, your heritage is... Indian, and I have preconceived notions about them, so I don't want to hire you. Or you have preconceived notions about anybody, so I don't want to hire you. I, I, it just, it's hard for me to imagine getting rid of all classifications because we're just designed to do that. But yeah. maybe I can't even go there in my head, but one day that could possibly happen. Yeah. I mean, I would like to not have the class. A lot of transgender people would like to not have the classification of transgender. Yeah. But they do. And I can see, I'm trying to think of scenarios where classifications could be really important. Like, crucial. Like, and it may not be, it may be something that's genetically related or not genetically related, but just, you know, well, if I'm going to the hospital again with that example... Yeah. I would like that classification of someone who earned an MD, that classification, to that classification is very important to me if they're judging what's wrong with me. Right. I get that. But there, there are a myriad of ways you could be different from someone. You could have had cancer and had something in your body removed that's very important. Yeah. Your blood type. Let's go back to the blood types. It's very important. That's another example. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because right. they don't want to give you blood from someone who's different blood type. Right. Or so so are, we, are we still thinking that in a utopian world then that we should still get rid of genders of like he and her and, and, and go with they? Or are we saying that that's regardless of what people are designed to do? Well, are I, we saying that – go ahead. I was just going to say I'm – transgender in 2021 yeah where he and she are used every day right i'm trying to think of your, your core <laughs> belief here. is there a way we could move away from that well your it's, belief it's is is that it does you know the way you're born does not dictate the ge your Pronouns. gender that's right and i'm thinking then why do we with that going to his logical conclusion we shouldn't have any 
pronouns, except for one pronoun, because then that would take away all that. And maybe I'm not seeing it correctly. Maybe it's possible. One day that's true. Maybe it's possible, but it's not true in 2021. A, is it possible? And B, are there reasons not to do it? And if if there are reasons not to do it, then are there reasons not to... Are there reasons to have these words of what gender you're identifying with? And if that's the case, then are we saying that people who are born trans, who are or transgender in the sense that they're born one way and they think that they are another way, that that is going to be the messy side effect of that? Hmm. Did I say that right? Uh-huh. That we have to have those distinctions for some reason that they serve a purpose. What is the purpose he and him use when you're in conversation with people? Like, what is the purpose in saying yes, ma'am, or no, sir? Yeah, yeah, I can't think, I'm, I'm trying to think yeah. it through. I yeah. really, I, I'm not, and that, that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to encapsulate the issue. It's, it's just yeah. the way we've always done it. We yeah, say, yeah. she went to the store. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that classification again we right. have of a woman. Right. But what is that purpose? Right. They went to the store. I get what you're saying about do we just if do there away? was no purpose to it, let me put it this way: How could we find out that there was no purpose to it? Maybe that's the best way to a better way to put that question. If there was no purpose to have a gender, how could we arrive at that? If that was a true thing to arrive at, I think we could arrive at it by understanding that. Your gender or how you're referred to does not matter on how you're treated in everyday life or how how you're yeah yeah how people treat you yeah I think um, I just for instance look at European languages house may be feminine or it may be masculine right right, right. la 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 yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like, yeah why why is, right. why do and we then, have that yeah yeah in the German language especially or Germanic languages. Yeah. Things are assigned genders well, or things are neutral for some why reason. Why do we do that? Why in the yeah. world would we assign that to an right. inanimate object? Right. Yeah. And I see that. And I'm trying to think of when we're talking about people. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, when we're talking about a car, what difference does it make? And when we talk about people, what difference does it make? Or is there, does it make a difference? Is there a reason? And, and if there is a reason, what would that be re- reason be? And is that a good reason? And if there was, was no reason, then why do we do it? And how could we discover that having no reason would be the better way to go? I don't know, I threw a lot at you there. But I, thought, I think no, that's interesting. How, yeah. how, I think it's a great question. I think 50 years from now, we might move more towards that. Yeah. As new generations come along. I mean, I just think about how they, them, is accepted in many places. And it wasn't yeah. before. So yeah. it's it's very possible. It's just, to me, I live in this world today. Yeah. And and pronouns do drive that gender engine. And that's how yeah, right. I, I want people to see me. And just, and just so I can have like a, a mile-high view of this, and I, yeah. I can just, I kind of, Sometimes I try to see how I'm being perceived. I try to, and I can just see my 
my um, nieces who are a lot younger than me, they're in high school, like looking at this and like, Uncle Mark, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, just like, you just, you're too old, you just don't get it, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I was one of I think I'm maybe having one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. It, it's, and, and, and in my experience, it's amazing how older people have treated me differently than younger people. Right. And so that and that's what signifies I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That change yeah. is coming. Yeah. And that's right. And that's what I'm saying. I don't want to, I want to believe in true things and I don't want to yes. believe in something just because uh, of the age of my body. And I'm, you know, I, haven't thought about something too much. Right. That's the last thing I want to do. Right. Me either. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I, I don't want to be set in my ways that I don't, I can't think about new information, take it in, internalize it and think about, okay, well, because you've asked a very good question. Why do we? Why yeah. do we have those yeah. designations? And why don't, why do we feel so uncomfortable with someone who identifies with something different than the doctor declared them or what's between their legs. Why do we have such Good a question. hard time with that? And 50 yeah, years from know. now, we, we may not. Yeah. I mean, I think about 50 years before, 50 years from yeah. now. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard it's to see how people yeah. will see things in the future. And, yeah. and, but it's quite easy to see how people have seen things in the past. And um, that's why... When I have these conversations, it's good to know that it seems that we're never having the final say. <laughs> that 20 years from now, they'll look at this video, yeah, if there is still a YouTube <laughs> or whatever, and they may say, you know, exhibit A of how they didn't know, they didn't even use the right language to discuss what they were trying to discuss in the first place. Right. And that's quite possible. From the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina, I'm Mark Solomon, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Reasonable. Questions? Thoughts? Connect with us at beingreasonableshow.com. See you next week.
Something is better than nothing Cause something is 